Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello and welcome to episode 52. We're October 19th, 2020. My name is Ron Herkins Jr. and I am here with my lovely co-host... Valor Vidmar. And our special co-host. Kendra Hacker. Welcome back, Kendra. Hi. <laughs> what have you been up to? Oh, gosh. Well, I was in the theater stuff. Theater stuff stopped, as you would guess. <laughs> and now I'm working for paychecks. Ooh. Yeah, but I'm still getting my theater fixed through all those YouTube showings. So it is what it is right now, but I'm doing just fine. Well, we're happy to have you on board for this special Halloween episode. (laughs) Valerie, what have you been up to? Mm, About the same. Not the same as Kendra. I'm saying about the same as I normally am. Uh, I, oh, you know, I did start running <gasps> inside, but I started running. Like so I started my daily ritual, which is like getting up every single morning and doing the exact same thing. So I get up at 6, 6, 10, run. I've worked myself, run, walk. Let's, it's, it's a run, walk type of thing. Hey, I'm run walking I, right now. It's I'm on a treadmill forward though. movement. I'm on a treadmill and then I get done and then I go outside and then I meditate and then I come inside and start the day. That is a great way to start your day. Yeah. So that's I've been trying to stay up with it and I've been trying to go to bed at a decent hour because I don't do well. Last night, barely any of us got any sleep at all. The dog got all riled up and started barking at 2.30 in the morning and woke up the entire house. Oy. And then I started laughing and Harper was in bed with us because she was afraid of something. And then Zoe came in and yelled at us to stop being so loud. Mm. So we were all up at 2.30. Didn't make for a good morning. Well, you definitely beat me on the staying up late thing. My sleep patterns have all been uh, kind of screwed up here with uh, it's playoff baseball. So my team was in it until last night. So <laughs> they are no longer. So I will no longer be distracted by baseball. Jason was watching playoffs, blast basketball, basketball yeah. playoffs. I think. I think that ended last week but as well. Sports ball. Yeah, something. And but he can't sleep anyway. He's all screwed up with the sleep thing. Well, let's get rolling here. Um, 
we got a little bit of news, I guess. Um, kind of the biggest news for our neck of the woods. Um, New York is now open for 25% capacity at the movie theater starting this Friday. Uh, yeah, I, but I believe Regal, I think Regal is shutting down indefinitely. Yeah, I haven't heard a final yes or no. The thing I was reading today is they didn't announce that they were going to open any. AMC had announced that they were going to open up um, a dozen theaters in New York. Was one uh, of them in Rochester? I would hope so, because there's only one in Rochester. Ha ha. That's very funny. Um, a- AMC, I'm not too, like, whatever. Um, it's really, oh, I hope Cinemark. IMAX opens because I really, really, really want to see Tenet in the theater. So yeah, that that's my, I'm my selfish one. I thing. Don't give a, either one of them would be great if they opened up, but I I hear you. We actually go out to Cinemark more than we do the one that's like right around the corner. So yeah, and AMC for me, like it's ten minutes, not even ten minutes down the road, and it's the closest theater to me. But I prefer Cinemark just because of the theater. Same. But um, outside of that, it's more of a question of, in terms of movies, what hasn't been delayed at this point? Um, like what what's still possible to be released by the end of the year? Um, even if some theaters do open, what is there to actually go out and see? I don't know. I'm thinking it's going to be. So the the biggest we, one, you know, like Tenet's still out there. So if they opened up, Tenet would be available to watch. Um, there's a couple independent and smaller films that I've just didn't even know about. But oddly enough, Wonder Woman hasn't been pushed back. It's still on the calendar. Hmm. Yeah, except that Zoe was all excited and then looked it up and was really mad that uh, it's... Um, Black Widow is not going to happen until May. She's like, okay, Correct. movie theaters are opening, so let's just move stuff up, people. I mean, she's kind of getting irritated. I get that. I, I totally feel that a lot. Um, <laughs> but same line, they're looking at their bottom line. You know, mm-hmm. they're not they're not going to put something out that's only going to make ten million dollars for them in a couple weeks when they can hold it off for a couple another six months and it really doesn't cost them anything to hold it back that much. Yeah, um, greedy bastards. Yeah. They don't want another well, Mulan to happen. I think Mulan made more money than they're letting out. I mean, they're putting soul straight to streaming. Mm-hmm. So, I, like and they're not even like charging for that one. They're just going to put it straight to streaming. You can say that to him. He didn't, I don't think he did either. Did either of you watch Mulan? No, oh, I'm waiting until it comes in December. Uh, I don't know if you want to wait. It's I did not like it. It will be all. free. I watched it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I don't even know if it's worth watching for free. You're like, I don't know if you want to wait, so pay the money. But I hated it. No, I'm saying don't wait. Like, don't watch it. Oh, it sounded like don't wait. The Get CGI it. was awful. The storyline was awful. Like, there was a lot of it didn't it continuity errors like all over the place. I watched it with a bunch of people that are not movie people and they were like, this is the worst thing I've ever, we paid $30 for this. Like we bought, we obviously watched it with a bunch of friends, so it wasn't that expensive, but 
I was still upset that I paid what I paid for it. Right. So that's how I felt about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, uh, I think I mentioned, I just really didn't have a strong, like, uh, even if it was in theaters, I would have been hesitant to go see it. Mm-hmm. Even though I like that art form of that they're trying to incorporate in there in martial arts. It just, I had this feeling it's not going to be as well thought out as it was possible. And then when you hear, you know, there's no music, there's no dragon. All right. They just took out two of the best parts of Mulan. What's left? Mm-hmm. Nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> uh, but soul, it, you know, it's a, that's a, that was Pixar's film for the year. So mm-hmm. that's getting straight to streaming, but, and it's not getting a whole lot of commercial right now because it was pretty, it was part of that cancel culture because it's, they're talking about that almost all of Disney's black characters, they get turned into something. And soul was just really showing that. So I also think we've had enough about depression and death this year Mm -hmm. that I think it just didn't quite play outright. Yep, um, did not go well. But still also coming to theaters is Crudes 2. So you can get your fix on Crudes yep. 2 as well. Mm. Um, I'm sure... Who watches this stuff? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Parents that oh, yeah. want... I'm not going to go there. <laughs> they're, they're good babysitter movies. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it that way. Um, I can't go to a movie that I can't stand. Like if I could like, and that sounds really terrible. I mean, if I'm going to go see, actually I can, if I'm going to go, I probably just stick a, an audio book in and fall asleep, <laughs> which is what I did for something. Cause we went to see it three times and I was like, I am so over this. I can't even get over it. Yeah. So I'm, but I'm pretty sure. And especially as it's this time of the year, as things open up around here, even at 25% capacity, I think they're going to be blocked out every single show as Mm. you know, people don't have anything to do and it's getting colder. So they want to go inside. I think, I think that 25% is going to fill up faster than the people that don't want to go to theaters. I worry that people are just used to being at home. Yeah. There's a mix of it, but I, I, there's a lot of people that just need to go somewhere and want to get away from being home at home. Yeah, like babysitters, like get a babysitter and just leave. (laughs) I don't care if we eat this kid's show. I just don't (laughs) want to get away from my kids. (laughs) Take a video camera in to see Crudes too, and it's full of parents. (laughs) No kids whatsoever. Uh, Well, yeah. We would see tons of trailers and I would fill it in. (laughs) Probably is all the movie trailers are for stuff that's now been delayed over a year. You know, I, I think the things that are like even pushed back to late 2021 and into 2022, I don't think they're going to move up. I, th- I think, you know, they've moved them and that's where they're going to stay now. You know, the big thing with like moving Black Widow, um, going back to that, they moved Black Widow to May. That also affects Falcon and Winter Soldier because there's stuff that happened in Black Widow that spoil what happens in Falcon and Winter Soldier because it's part of the story through line. So they can't release that series until the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so it's just, 
That's what happens when you have stuff that are connected to each other. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all I had for news this week. Did you have anything? Nope. All right. Um, there were a bunch of trailers that have come out in the last couple of weeks, however. Um, and some of them, the trailer might've came out a long time ago and I just kind of flew under the radar. Um, and some of them might've gone into production, like right when the pandemic happened. And this is why I'm not seeing them. But, uh, one of the first ones I saw was monster hunter. And as soon as I saw that, I just realized all of a sudden it's also available to rent. And that's got, um, oh, is his name Dylan O'Brien from Maze Runner? Dylan something. Dylan something from Maze oh, Runner. Oh, yeah, this is like the first movie that he's come back on since yep. Maze Runner. It took me a couple seconds. I'm like, wait, I know that kid. I know that kid. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the Maze Runner kid. And uh, all reports right now are that, yeah, he can headline a movie. So whether it's yeah. good or not, you know, whether you can headline it or whether it's good or I guess two different categories, but... It looks fun. Um, I'll probably rent it once the price drops into a reasonable range because it's up in that nineteen ninety nine range right now. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not, sorry, not Monster Hunter. That was Love and Monsters. Um, Monster Hunter is um, is her name Mia, Mia, Mia Jovovich. Jovovich. Yeah. Mia jo- I don't. Yeah. Jason once had a crush on her <laughs> a long time ago. She's kick ass. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Monster Hunter uh, is the corrected one, which is the other one I was thinking of um, that just got its first uh, releases of preview. That was Mia Jovovich and a couple other people that I don't recognize, but they basically get sucked into another parallel universe with a bunch of monsters that they get to fight. And one of them is a really, 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 really big dragon. And that's how the trailer finishes is her fighting the dragon. Huh. May have heard a little sound clip of that dragon there for about two seconds. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> the really, really big monsters. And it's like an army unit that got transferred, hmm. transported over into a parallel universe. So I don't know. Kind of my kind of fantasy type movie that I'll watch. Oh, you like big dragons. I just like fantasy movies that try to do something different. Um, and the next one, <laughs> the next one, um, how to explain this. All right. So imagine there's a Santa Claus and okay. he's a really, really, um, gritty, uh, slash down on his luck type Santa Claus. I don't know if that makes sense. And a little kid gets a sack of coal for Christmas and ends up hiring a hitman named Walter Goggins to go and hunt down Santa Claus and kill him. And that oh. Santa man, Santa Claus is played by Mel friggin Gibson. If you have not watched this trailer, go out and watch it just for the trailer. I'm not saying okay. I endorse Mel Gibson, but this is just an off the wall premise for a movie. I'm sure it's probably been done as like a B movie somewhere, but it's got Walter Goggins in it. And I might just watch it just because it has Walter Goggins in it. I, um, 
I can't imagine this being. I don't know. It is not. It's not a kids movie. It is definitely R rated. There is, you know. What if he got paid? Mm. What? I wonder what he got paid. Who's the director? Uh, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) I really didn't dig too deep into it. It was more of a. Brothers. It came the Nelms out. Brothers. Do you know the Nelms Brothers? No, no, never okay, heard of them. Okay, there's. I was just scrolling. Well, I was scrolling through my Twitter feed, and all of a sudden, this came across it, and it just stopped everything in its tracks. I had to play it for my wife. I'm like, you, I, I was speechless after seeing this. Mm. And it's like it closes with a line talking about dancer or prancer and mm. like kicking your nuts out or eating your nuts off. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I had Friendsgiving, which I thought was funny. What's I that mean, one about? The Friendsgiving trailer. What's that? Um, I thought it was funny. Um, it looked funny to me. It's coming out, well, October 23rd to. I don't know where it's going to be played. What's it about? It's about it's about friends that come together for Thanksgiving. Um, there was some one of the quotes was something funny. It was just like, "Thank you, you know, this is such a hard this is such a hard holiday for me because I hate my family." <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I thought it was funny. It just cracked me up because then she just hands him a drink, but. Um, I think what happens is, um, it's just people getting together and it's dysfunctional, it's comical and it's chaotic. You know, they like to have chaotic fam, like films around the holidays. It makes everyone else feel normal. Yep. I've never had a holiday film that I can relate with. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Nope. I mean, I enjoy them, but I've never gotten to the point where like, yeah, I, I, I see that in our family. Yeah. I guess I don't. I watch some films. Did Fat Man, is that going to be your holiday <laughs> film? <laughs> is it going to be the one I watched this year? I mean, I'm not going to. The gonna, one you're going to relate I'm with? I'm definitely not going to pay to watch it, but I'll watch it when <laughs> it comes out. Um, yeah. And speaking of... Uh, Crazy off the wall people. Um, Vera Saka, Baron Cohen fan. Uh, Borat 2 is coming out on Amazon. Um, And we also got Chadwick Bossman's last film, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, comes out in select theaters and then will be out on Netflix December 18th. Uh, Another one that just popped up about a couple hours before. We started recording today, so I didn't have much to dig into it. Um, it's called Underground Rail uh, Underground Railroad, hmm. and it is uh, it's a Barry Jenkins uh, film, and I believe that is coming to Amazon as well. I didn't really focus on trailers, as you can tell. So they're all up to you. I oh. did one. Oh, and there was another one. Um, yeah, Come Play, which is a PG-13 horror film. Um, 
which comes out October 30th. And I think Kendra and I were thinking that it was probably because they don't know how many kids are going to go out trick-or-treating or doing whatever. So now they have this new horror film to watch, but we actually said we'd watch it. I mean, it looks, it looks uh, scary looks enough. I thought it looks good. Yeah. So uh, one of the weird things um, that I've seen recently with trailers was uh, the empty man trailer got released over the weekend and the empty man comes out to theaters this Friday. Um, it's, I would say it's released by Disney, but it's 20th century, which is their, when they took over 20th century Fox, that's their new thing. So this movie must've been completed and they were just waiting to drop it. Um, just really weird to me. I don't know anything about empty man. It was just more of a, let's release a trailer a week before the movie actually comes out. It's just odd to me. Hmm. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, that just tells me they have absolutely no confidence and they're just hoping for a couple bucks from the theater. <laughs> well, let's hope they get it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, okay, there's nothing else playing. Let's go see this movie. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, right now the, I think I just saw the box office for the weekend. The, the winner was identity thief which is the Liam Neeson movie, um, it made a whole $3 million. That's where the box offices are right now. Mm. That's not good. Yeah, when you, when you don't have New York City or L.A. available, it makes a, quite a dent. Now, Chicago's available, right? Possibly, but I don't think in terms of like L.A. or New York City, I don't think they even come close to I know. the market share. I know. I was just just asking. Um, Maybe one of our I listeners did. in Chicago can tell us. I don't have a Chicago crew anymore. They moved? They did. Dustin and Ryan moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Ooh, fun. I know. So... Uh, Dustin has been on the show before and he is in most of our, like most of our, we've been on for two years. Um, our Oscar stuff. Yes. And anyway, I was going to bring up the fact that Kendra brought it to my attention. Shockingly. Yeah. Shockingly. Well, cause I don't. Yeah. Anyway, I don't have showtime. But Dexter is coming back for a limited series, which is kind of odd. She hasn't seen the end of Dexter. She's She watched up to a point that upset her, and then she stopped. Gosh, you're just like Zoe. Anyway, but so it's like a they want to make the original ending better I guess better because everyone was pretty disappointed including myself with the way it ended and so they're going to put in 10 episodes we get 10 but we get 10 episodes although I don't know showtime so I'm gonna have to wait you can um, if you have Apple TV 
you can get, you can get CBS all access and Showtime TV channel for $9.99 a month. They have a combo deal for the two of those. Oh. So if you want to wait until. What about HBO Max? That's an extra. Yeah, that's an extra on there. Um, but if, I want to just get, this could, sounds terrible. I w- I'm not saying anybody do this, but I want to get HBO Max just for one thing. We can do Watch it. it. You can do it. And then just that, be like, that's you know, what, I'm, I'm not feeling it right now. I, I can't afford it. That, that's what trials are for. Yeah. Almost all of yeah, them give you trials I, that you can use for a week. I've done it plenty of times. Well, I guess this West Wing thing was only on one time, so that's all I need. Thank you. Well, maybe you'll find something else on HBO Max. You'll be like, hmm, this is interesting. Hmm, this is interesting. I don't really have enough time. I'm trying to make up for stuff that I haven't seen, but which we could talk about it. Maybe we'll be talking about it soon in the podcast, but we can move on. Well, I don't have while we're, while we're talking about HBO Max, if you know who the talking heads are, uh, David Byrne just got a special put out on there on HBO Max called David Byrne's American Utopia. So there's another documentary type performance art that Thanks. you can watch. Did you see it or you just saw it? It just came out on Friday. I have not watched it yet. Got it. But I mean, HBO Max has got a couple good things on there. Lovecraft Country is uh, really good. I still got to finish that season. Uh, Watchmen was on uh, as a short series. So if you haven't seen Watchmen, um, it's got a little bit of a superhero feel to it. Um, I've, and then, I've seen Watchmen. Okay. And, Believe it or not. And all of the DC Universe stuff is all moving to HBO Max. So that'll be the new home of all of those. But then there's a whole bunch of other stuff that um, people of different, all different backgrounds and tastes can find something on HBO max. Now, whether it's worth the monthly payment or not, that's up to you. We will, we will see, but I don't have, I actually, I mean, Amazon does have a lot of things that are coming out are like early access. Yes. The, I don't really feel like that one's worth, mentioning um but they have i just saw it somebody actually just said they started watching the boys second season i talked to somebody yesterday and i can't remember who it was i love um, an boys. amazon original you you had said you had started watching it i just finished it up and i'll talk about that in a little oh i know who was it i know who it was um and then there's one not sure how good it is, but called Nocturne. And what the Constitution means to me, which kind of thought that was funny. Then that this was kind of strange. Because Nocturne, when you look it up, it says, Welcome to Bloomhouse. And then <laughs> there is right down the line, it's called the lie 
a new it's new Bloom House movie. I think I'm saying it right. Blumhouse, Bloomhouse. Yeah, they're the movie horror film horror film guys. So yeah, and then Utopia, which has uh, <laughs> don't watch Utopia. <laughs> it's garbage. Okay, it is garbage. Um, I feel bad. I feel bad. Yeah, because I we you know it had um, John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack in it. Uh, and uh, Rain Wilson from The Office. Um, there was somebody else in it. And it just, oh, I think it could have been better, and it just wasn't. <laughs> and it it's a remake of a BBC series, so I'm tempted to go back and watch the BBC series because I've heard the BBC series is decent, and they're both on there. But, um, yeah, that goes off, that show goes off the rails quickly. Didn't somebody just win an Emmy for Absentia? Or that's not the right, I'm not thinking of the right show. Possibly. It was, it's a teeny bopper. Oh, um. I call it. Yeah, she's from, it was, uh, Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. Yeah, Zendaya. Zendaya. Is she on that show? Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. She just, I believe she won an Emmy for it. She did. Yeah. Now that okay. Once she said who, her name, I was like, yes, she did win. Okay. But remember, All we right. really didn't watch. <laughs> we just went over the thing. We were like, yeah, we didn't watch it. So. Yeah, we didn't watch it. Okay. Uh, so. So, yeah, there's I've been a couple stuff that uh, have come out over the last couple weeks. Uh, was there anything else on Amazon or was that? That's really all I saw to mention, but I'm sure other people would find things that they would find. I, I just kind of wish throwing out things that were in that same kind of realm since we're in the Halloween realm. Right. Uh, well, there is a new Halloween movie on Netflix um, called Hoobie Halloween with Adam Sandler. <laughs> And I did watch it. Talk. Uh-huh. I'll talk about it later. <laughs> I misread it and thought it said Herbie Halloween, and I thought, "Oh my god!" But Herbie's um, Halloween would probably be a better movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I would. I would actually watch Herbie the Love Bug Halloween. Yeah. But I did watch Herbie's Halloween too. Uh yeah. Um also Why did why did you watch it? It was Halloween movie week. So I watched it. <laughs> I think we could have given you some better ideas. Uh, anyway. uh my I don't think my brain capacity had the mentality to hold up to anything really high this week. Uh but another I think Haunting of Blind Manor uh just came out on Netflix. I watched it. And Chicago 7 just came out, and I watched that. Um, so I'll be talking about that a little later. Um, I think that was, there might be a couple other little ones that came out on Netflix, but those were kind of the big three that I pick out for the last week that came out. Um, by the time we do our next episode, Mandalorian Season 2 will have launched on Disney+. Plus. And over on CBS All Access, which will eventually be renamed Paramount Plus at some point, 
uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is now live. And Wendy is very excited, mm-hmm. I'm assuming. My, her, Kendra's mother, my sister. We watched the first, on the show. We watched the first episode and I liked it. Yeah, Wendy's been on the show. Um, she's, she's a Trekkie. She's a sci-fi geek. I mean, not that sci-fi people are geeks, but she is a geek when it comes to sci-fi. Yeah. Anyway. All righty. Well, I think that's enough of uh, what's coming. Talked enough about that. Let's roll right into our main meat of today's show. Take it away. We just thought for Halloween this year, since I don't know how many people are trick-or-treating, you could just sit down, you know, Benadryl your children, and <laughs> sit down and watch a horror movie or strap them to, the t- to a chair and have them watch one if they've been bad. I, I mean, some of them they could watch. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> I think That sounded I, really terrible. Well, I think we talked about this probably when we first started the show when we talked about horror movies at one point, like I yeah, pretty I, yeah, sure yeah. I watched any horror movie that was out there before I was eight. Like the worst oh movies God. you can think of, you know, like I had seen Hellraiser. <laughs> I had, I, I watched Hellraiser. Oh God. I watched Hellraiser when I was like 10. I was 10. Yeah. But Hellraiser I, my came dad out. Gave me the box set when I was twelve. Hellraiser came out in eighty five. I think I was five when I saw it. I was, I was ten. Yeah, I so was. I just like it. Just it completely flatlined me. Like watching so much horror movies that they just don't have any effect on me. And so I, th- I thought it was so fascinating and club. I mean, even at ten or maybe I was eleven. I guess I didn't see it in the movie theater, so I had to have been 11 or so because I saw it on, I rented it. Um, I rented it. They let me rent it. Isn't that weird? (laughs) Anyway, so I remember watching it alone Mm -hmm. um, and thinking how fascinating it was that that is how I, that it was, um, I can't believe at 11, 11, I was thinking, gosh, that's clever because Mm -hmm. I've watched it since and thought, this is horrible. Horrible movie. But anyway. <laughs> well, that, um, that, I, any of the Nightmare I, on Elm Streets, the pol- the Poltergeist movies, they're all right in that same, like. Well, if they it, were great when they Terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. <laughs> and Nightmare, okay. We'll just we'll start. To it. So I, these are in, I just threw them off top of my head and these are in no particular order. These are just things that I thought were good movies overall. They were either I say what they are, but basically. um, And you have a lot on your list that are on my list, too. That's not really surprising. (laughs) But um, I remember seeing Saw in 2004 and thinking, my gosh, that's clever because I certainly did not. I did not pick up on that. That was that was good. And then they had, you know, 20 more come out (laughs) and I thought. And they're, not, still the they're still coming out. They're still coming out. They're still coming out. Stupid. I'm. If they just would have done the first one, classy. No, they just keep going. 
because the newest the newest one is what's the name of the uh the clown or, I don't or the know. little don't even know do you know it's jigsaw jigsaw that's the name of the new they're doing a backstory of yeah jigsaw. stupid yep whatever anyway um and then this is funny because this actually this movie the babadook which came out in by the way saw came out in 2004 but the babadook came out in 2014 I watched it for the first time here with me, with Kendra, and I had to leave. I had a panic attack. I had a panic <laughs> attack and I had to go downstairs and leave for a while. And and then I think I came back up. Um, we haven't watched it since. No, I. So then I am taking her little sister back to Kansas and we stop at Dewey's house. Remember Dewey? Yep. And who he doesn't like horror films, but his husband does. And so Mackenzie... And Gary decide of all the movies they could watch, they're going to watch The Babadook. I'm like, seriously? Okay, so I can't even watch it with you. Fine. So Dewey and I left because I'm not watching that movie. And they loved it. And I just thought less of, I was like, Mackenzie's twisted. Like there's something wrong with her. I'm just kidding. Um, but it's because I had her watch scary movies when she was very well, when she when she was also here. She and I watched Sinister. That's from 2012. That's with Ethan Hawke. I had seen it before, <laughs> had forgotten all about it, completely forgot the whole thing and was absolutely terrified. <laughs> and I think she forgot about it because the first time that we watched it, Zoe was pretty young. Well, still. 2012, so she three, three years old. She was still pretty young. And the, the premise of the movie is that they're messing with little kids and you were traumatized. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So you I, forgot all about it. I just completely wiped that one through the brain. But um, Sinister, that's a good one to check out if you are wanting to be scared. scared. I like it. And then, but there's other ones that follow. Don't, I just don't watch those. Um, the Exorcist Classic. is a movie, 1973. That's my favorite. Um, it's actually one of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, except I gave it to Kendra. Uh, for Halloween. When I was in college. When she was in college. And I was going to send it to Derek. I don't know if he would like it. But I was like, this. these are the presents that I get for Halloween. <laughs> and um, I didn't send it. I don't know if I was going to send it to McKenzie this year or not. But I have the uh, director's cut. And it shows you. Everything. Oh, this is why. Okay. The Exorcist is why Dewey, my friend Jeremy Dewey. Um, cannot watch horror films to this day because I had him over to my house in mm-hmm. high school and threw on The Exorcist and he was, he's like, I have never been so terrified in my life and I have hated horror films ever since. Like, <laughs> he's like, that's what you, he's like, that's the movie you started me out on? I mean, whatever. Anyway, it's a great movie and it's a great background. It's a great documentary if you can get your hands on the cut. I mean, they put the actors through absolute hell. There were a lot of deaths that happened um, uh, of the crew. And the reason people are screaming and saying, stop, um, there's a part where Reagan, um, Girl that- the, she gets possessed. Uh, she's, she's playing with a Ouija board. Uh, this is, I guess, why our parents were not wanting us to play with Ouija boards, but... 
Um, she's playing with the Ouija board at the beginning. Her mom doesn't think it's that big a deal. I love the look of the movie. I love, I just love that 70s feel. It just, I love the way it's filmed. I just, I don't know. It's from a book, of course. It's come from the book and saying it's a true story. But um, she... Uh, she's tossed on the bed. She's tossed on the bed and they're yanking her back. She's got a mechanism that is pulling her back and forth and it's hurting her neck and she's screaming, stop, stop. And that's actually why. And they also didn't want to do any, they couldn't do any faking of like when you go in and the room is cold, it's because they made it an ice box in there. It's that cold in there. Well, and there's a scene where the mother looks like she gets punched and it was because she was, the director punched her and she wasn't expecting it. And then they filmed her reaction. And then they also were, he was throwing furniture at her and threw things at her and she's screaming, she's screaming. And I mean, he was all about wanting it to look legit and he did. So I can move on from it. I just, I love the ex. Very strongly about the exorcist. I think one of the scariest parts of the exorcist, which I find to be a little bit more advanced. I mean, I know everybody's like, oh yeah, the pea soup thing, whatever. But it gets dark. Like they have these pictures, these like uh, second like um, moments where they show black and white faces. They pop up really quickly. Terrifying. (laughs) Anyway. um, The Orphanage is actually a foreign film. It's from 2007. It's one of the scariest I've ever watched. It's from Juan, I'm sorry, Antonio Bayona. Bayona. I'm trying to sound. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Um, the Orphanage is, it's a, a, that's an excellent movie and I don't really care. I mean, you forget that you're reading people that have problems with reading dial. I mean, reading, I don't know. I forget about I forgot about it and I watched it pretty young. I mean 2007 came out is when I watched it. Yeah, you were young. The I'm skipping around but um The Ring came out <laughs> um let me see here. When I 2002 I was still living in Kansas, I believe, and I have a had a friend my friend Lisa hates horror films, and I told her, I was really mean. I told her, it's not a horror film. What did you- I don't know no, what I, <laughs> oh I just said, don't God. worry about it, because there was a group of like 10 p- people going, and it's I wanted to go. It's got a kid go. in it. It's uh, family. It's, it's not a big deal. And I was like, she hates them. She was absolutely turned around completely opposite direction mm-hmm. in her seat with her ears, Covered. like, she had her fingers in her ears and she kept looking up at me and she does not cuss. And it was just like cursing me out. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it's a great memory. For us. <laughs> um, but the rings, the ring scared the complete crap out of me. The, it really did. It was weird. Um, seven is actually a good, fa- it's a good memory for me because seven came out. I was in college my dad came up and we went We went to go see it together. I didn't know that. Yeah, at Liberty Hall, which is like the coolest movie theater in Lawrence, Kansas. 
What did he think of it? He liked it. He loves it. Oh, my God. He really liked it. Really? Dad's. Yeah. He really liked it. So Seven. Seven is um, probably among my top 20 movies. um, It's good. And I would give you the quote. But some of you out there may not have seen Seven. Oh, are you going to tell this story? But I can't tell the story. No, you, yeah, you no, can't. I can't. No, I'm not going to. 1995, we're 25 years later. Spoilers are fair okay, game. Okay, so uh, it's 19. Okay, so. I hadn't seen it yet. Okay. She hadn't seen it yet. Derek hadn't seen it yet. This was like, what, four years ago? Yeah. And I'm so excited. We're about to set, we're setting this film up. You know, Valerie makes it a whole thing. We're all in there waiting. We're Jason's waiting. Jason's going to watch it. The whole know. family's going to watch it. And, <laughs> and then we're waiting on her mom, my grandmother. No, my mom wasn't going to watch it. Yes, she was. She, we were waiting on her to come into the room to watch it. No, I thought she just walked into the room. Because we said we're going to watch a movie. She and comes then she in. she walks in. She sees it and said, oh, my God. Oh, is this the head in the box movie? <laughs> and Valerie, <laughs> I so mad. Looked at her. I was like, are <laughs> you kidding me? Right. I mean, actually, I just told that story and I have goosebumps all over my body because that's how mad I was. <laughs> And I just like, are you kidding me right now? I think my mom was mad too. All of us were mad. All the people I'd seen it were mad. I think my dad was mad. They were like, of all the things. We actually still bring it up. We still do. Don't do a head in the box, mom. She'll be like, stop it. It wasn't that bad. It was. It's bad. (laughs) That was pretty bad. I mean, that's basically like, hey. That's one. Yeah. And we're like, oh. It's a sled. Oh Rosebud is a sled. <laughs> anyway. Okay, sorry. Um, Freaks from 1932. I haven't seen it, but I want to. I, oh, my God. I had to watch it when I was in film school, and it's one of the strangest, creepiest, one of those movies that makes you feel strange for the rest of the day because it's so creepy and yuck. and ugh, ugh. This is on your top one to watch, though? It's one of the best scary movies because oh. I hate it so much. And I just was like, well, so so is Papa Duke. I hate that movie. Um, and The Strangers, I saw on a huge screen in Times Square, like in a movie theater with Jason. And it was so larger than life. I shook. I was actually shaking. And I, I don't think I've ever been shaking with fear. And then... She thinks to herself, I should have my young niece watch this movie at <laughs> home by herself. And I'm going to watch it, even though I've seen it before. And every time there was a scary part, I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs and scare the crap out of my niece. I don't remember you. I don't remember doing that. I remember the, they paintball, they, they paintball the glass and you screamed and fell off the couch. And I like started crying because I didn't know what had happened. Yeah. I don't remember that. That's the only time I've seen that movie. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then I have honorable mentions. Um, Funny Games actually was a film written and directed by Michael Haneke, um, who is Austrian. And he made the first, his the Austrian one, in 1997. And then it was remade for the U.S. Uh, in 2007, so 10 years ago. It's demented. It's just kind of, yeah, out there. Uh, and then the exorcism of Emily Rose. So good. So good. And what's her bucket should have been nominated, I feel the like. The girl from uh, Dexter. Yeah, the girl from Dexter, the sister. She, she's young in this movie and she's really good. And the evil dead. Um, 
probably should be up in the vest. But I mean, it's not scary to me, even though really horrible things happen in it. I've never seen it. I laughed a lot, but bad things happen there. And then this is not a movie, but I'm just going to put it out there. If you are at home alone or you maybe you're you don't have a roommate or your roommate's gone a lot or your husband's traveling a lot or whatever ghost hunters is not something that you should sit around watching oh i love watching ghost i hate hunters it. by myself no with ghost hunters i love ghost hunters ghost hunters when they have the audio tapes like the video the video i'm like oh they can fake that the audio t- i guess yes you could I guess you could fake the audio too, but the audio tapes, that's what really gets me. Anyway. See, mine was the heat signature stuff. I had to stop watching it. Weren't you pregnant when you were watching Ghost Hunters? You were by yourself. I was terrified. And then I have, you want to do that? Well, you have most of my top movies in there, but the only one that you're missing is Insidious. I, that's the, yeah, I like that one. That's Kevin's favorite. Kevin's my boyfriend. Um, he loves Insidious. I love Insidious. I saw Insidious when I was a junior in high school and we watched it in our high school gym and we had it blown up all over our high school gym. And and I just remember there's a scene in there where like this devil thing pops up behind the main character and it's like a side thing. And it was terrifying. I haven't really watched it since then. It was really good. But that's the only different one I had in there. I think I remember watching Insidious. And there's other ones. I mean, oh, I had The Conjuring too. The clapping. When they clap, they play the clapping game. I remember watching that in the movie theater and thinking that was pretty Which one did we just watch? The Conjuring 2? Yeah, we we were okay with The Conjuring. No, the one. Did we just watch that? I I can't read that. Um, It's. well, anyway. Okay, so there were a couple that I said skip it. They're overrated. Um, Let me go first. Sure. Since you started. <laughs> That's sure. Uh, so the don't bother. I said don't look now as one of my top ones. It's so freaking weird. It's the one with Donald Sutherland. Yeah. We watched that one together. Yeah, we did. And we shouldn't have. Um because it was us it was just we shouldn't have watched it because it was it's weird and then there's no (laughs) i forgot about that scene there's like okay i'm not ruining anything because it's been out for how many years it came out in like what the 60s there's like an eight minute donald sutherland sex scene that no one needs with julie christie no one needed it and it just happens we don't know why it happens but and it's it's in the top like rotten tomatoes films as a scary movie it's 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 like number 10 or something and i didn't think it was scary it was just messed up <laughs> um another don't bother final destinations you've seen one you've seen them all you and, have but they stick with you yeah but you could watch the main scenes on youtube you don't have to sit and watch a whole movie um happy death day which is like groundhog day but like you die on your birthday and you just keep coming back yeah, it's dumb they were making a second one. They came up with a second it's one. It's so yeah. dumb. They made a second one. Yep. Um, <clears throat> top Rotten Tomatoes. It's in the top 30, but it's a film called Rubber. I don't know if either of you have heard of this film. I watched it in college. I don't know. It has like a, it has like a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes or something weird. 
87. I don't know. It's called rubber. It's about a killer tire. It kills people. It's a tire that has been taken <laughs> over. A tire that's been taken over by, it's like Chucky. Like it gets taken over by a killer and it just starts running over people and killing people. I wonder if it came off of the car. I don't. Christine. Christine. Yeah. Probably came off Christine's Christine tire. Car. And then the, the Leprechaun franchise, it's like in the, <laughs> it's up there. Everybody talks about it. Like it's up there with the Freddy and the Jason. I'm like, no, it's horrible. They only talk about it because what's her buckets in it? Jennifer Aniston. Was she? She was in the first one. I don't remember her in the first one. I just remember how horrible the first one is and how horrible it, it's just dumb. You don't need to see it. But that those were my don't bothers. Uh, my don't bothers are, okay, I'm going to piss off a lot of people. The Birds is boring. Okay, 1963, <laughs> it's it Hitchcock. Um, and then if you're going to go with um, Stephen King movies, up there is Christine, which I... Um, Carrie, eh. I had that in my overrated. Do you have overrated ones? This is kind of my oh. skip it overrated. Oh, okay. I have other overrated ones. Okay. Go ahead. Cujo, I watched that when I was probably, you know, eight. I wasn't scared. Pet Cemetery, read the book. Hmm? Don't watch the movie. It's bad. Um, if you want to watch, okay, so The Shining obviously um, was good, except that Kubrick took his own way with that movie, but that's okay. Uh, it worked. But if you want a movie that is creepy, but will stick with you for years, Jason and I still talk about it. It's The Mist. The ending of that movie that has, it still sticks with me. Like we just, we always, yeah, it sticks with me. Um, And then, Oh my gosh, we got so excited. Did we watch this one together? No. Oh, it was, you called me from college and said, oh my gosh, this movie is coming out and it's supposed to be the scariest, the scariest movie that's ever been made. Blah, blah, blah. This is dumb. 2014, Good Night Mommy. It's about these demented twins. It's whacked out. After their mom gets a face. I get something wrong with her face. I don't remember or something bizarre happens. Like she gets like facial record, like. Like reconstruction surgery or whatever, and they have, and they have to take care of her, and they're like, yeah, but eight. they have stuff on their faces yeah, too. There's something wrong with all of them. It's weird. It was not good. And then um, I just put this down because I just thought it was a bad movie. Cheapers Creepers. It's just don't. <laughs> I mean, I and there's. I mean, I don't. I, I could say a lot of things are overrated, but I'm going to make a lot of people upset because I feel like the Halloween movies are boring. And Oof. I think that Friday the 13th movies are gory and boring. Yeah, and but I, when you're thinking about Halloween movies, like, I think you should at least watch the original ones because, like, I'm, everyone knows them. They, he just walks so slowly. Okay. That's, it's, it's a classic Halloween Jay's movie, though. crazy. Just, he walks slowly, yet no one can get away from him. Run. That's the scary part. You can't get away. It's so annoying. But okay. I, I, and I, oh, you know, my what? other overrated ones is I said Cabin in the Woods. Do you remember that one? It's the one with Cabin Thor. Huh? Thor's in that one. Thor? Yes, he is in that one. That was like one of his earlier yeah. stuff. Um, oh, it was so bad. I watched it with my mom, and she hates scary movies, but horror she films. This. She, she watched this one. And she was like, that was good. It was awful. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, the Boy. 
you and I watched The Boy, oh, yeah. and you and I were like, what? It's- Is that the one with Katie? Yes. That's the only reason we watched it. Watched the, yeah. We watched it with Katie Holmes because we both think. And funny enough, I said cute. the Saw franchise is overrated. Even the first one, I was like, eh. Oh. The first one with it. Carrie Ells? Come on. Yeah, one. and then I said, I liked them, but the new It movies, I think they're overrated. I, I don't. don't watch them because I think they're stupid. They're overrated. And then the Witch movie. Remember the Witch movie? Yeah, stupid. A dumb ending. I mean, I don't want, I don't want, stupid is a bad word. That is not the word I want to use. It's just, it's just not good to me. I forgot to say that there are movies that were disturbing to me that I was like, oh my gosh, so good. Yeah. And I those. can't think of the name. I never can think of. I see dead people. Sixth Sense. <laughs> Sixth Sense, yeah. Yeah, it's like, good. I was- for me, like the whole genre is kind of worn out on me. It, like, I just really don't find a lot of good things to watch anymore in there. So most of my mm-hmm. stuff that I like came earlier. Um, but I sure. like, it's not the best movie in the world, and it's definitely not even the top of like my horror movies. But probably one of the most effective seeing it at that time period was Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah, I went. Yeah. To, I, okay, I saw that in the movie theater. Will you stop? I can silence everything. It doesn't matter. It will go off. Um, <laughs> What's the, I saw that? that movie at the movie theater with a friend, my friend Brian Hack in college. And um, I was scared. I remember being, I remember being scared because the last scene, good. That's a good, great last scene. As mm-hmm. I'll, I mean, I will say that was scary. Um, I, I just think it's whole like, it's premise, it's set up when it happened. Uh, it was just kind of like a perfect mix. And if you went into it not knowing anything about it and how many people went into it actually thinking that was like real found footage, it was just, it played off so well. And then when you go back and look yeah. at it now and you're like, well, that was a piece of crap of a movie. Anyway, um, and then, so yeah, when I went back into the vault, Hellraiser, 1985, Silence of the Lambs, 1991, that's a that's, yeah, that's up there. That was actually one of or the first time. Is it the first time that a horror movie won yes. Best Picture? Mm-hmm. I think it is. Oh, I did have the Evil Dead here, nineteen eighty-one. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. I put on there because I watched it when I was ten. Because um, it was on HBO. And my sister and my brother let me watch it. I was terrified and I wanted to, I couldn't sleep by myself. Oh my God, this story. I'm sorry, but, and then Wendy said, okay, you can sleep. And I had, it was a twin bed. And I said, she's like, you can sleep in here, but you can't touch me. Cause she hates being touched at all. Like she just, just, she gets hot. Mm. That sounds bad. That came she out. young. She gets really warm in bed. She doesn't like anybody touching her sheets, the whole thing. That's still coming out bad. Anyway, whatever. We were little. She was like, just don't touch me. And so I slept on my side, not trying to touch her at all and didn't sleep all night long. That mm-hmm. I couldn't move. I was because I couldn't fall asleep. I think brilliant. Brilliant for kids not to be able to fall asleep because 
that little nursery rhyme that gets stuck in your head. I know it still. We all, I I mean, if you ever watch, you you know, it's good. I liked it. Um, Oh, and a fun one. You know, I say it wasn't scary at all. My sister had me watch it and I was scared at the time, but now I watch it. I just love it. Anyway, but um, The Lost Boys, 1987, it's not scary. It's just got high guys in it that turn into vampires. Um, um, so, yeah. A, a couple of ones that I don't see on your list there um, that I know I still like, and they just kind of up there on the top of my list, um, Poltergeist. Yes. Poltergeist scared me. I mean, my family sat around. I never wanted to get braces. I watched it. I never wanted to get braces because of that movie. That was the only thing that scared me in that movie. <laughs> um, my sister, again, Wendy, was so mean. Gosh, she was a mean sister now that I think about it. I'm just kidding. Oh my gosh, stop it. The clown in the movie, she would do, she would turn around and have the face of the clown on all the time <laughs> just to scare me. I mean, that's a big sister thing. I mean, though. she was like, mm, and like do this clown face and it just, oh my gosh, I was terrified. But now you watch it and you think the guy whose face falls off in the mirror and all that oh weird gosh. stuff and yeah. stupid stuff. But yeah, we, I remember watching it as a family, like a family film. I thought, mm-hmm. I'm terrified. I mean, a pretty good family, uh, I don't know if it's family because it's rated R, but like, I guess it'd be more of like Ron's horror film kind of thing. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows, I think is a really oh. good. Have you seen that, Ron? I have, yeah. I think it's fun. Yeah, I think it's a fun movie, but I don't think it's a family thing. My my Halloweenish my horror films that I like are the stuff that are more of the comedy stuff. Um, like Shaun of the Dead is probably my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. So we end up watching that at least once a year. Um, Evil Dead, um, you know, you already brought that up, but I like really liked the uh, actual TV series that they did with that. Um, yeah, what we do in the shadows, I haven't seen that in a while, but. It's so good. I watch it probably once a year. But um, movies, this is going to show my age difference from you guys, but movies that scared me as a kid um, that I thought were pretty disturbing was like The Curse of Chucky. Like, um, Oh, my God. Well, that one came out not that long ago, <laughs> though. Bad. But, well, not the whole movie itself. There's a scene in there. And it, I have a thing about beheading really really okay we went and saw hereditary and we had to walk out because there's a scene in there where beheading happens and i couldn't do it we weren't sitting together i I, was sitting with you you were sitting with me jason Jason was not and jason kept looking over looking over like i'm ready to go i'm ready to go and so we had to leave because of these two still never seen the rest of it i've never seen the rest of it and then (sighs) the grudge like the night i don't I think all of them scared me as a kid, but I also watched them by myself. It was like one of those things where you're going through the TV. You were just flipping the channels. I know they don't do that anymore, but like I was flipping through the channels. I was like, oh, what's this? And I watched it by myself. And to this day, I'm still terrified of the noise. Yeah, Jason, that she likes, makes. Jason likes to make that the noise. It's awful. He likes to make it on, you know, um, hey, Alexa, make an announcement. Oh, my God, stop. <laughs> and then, he does. And then um, an old one that. I talked to you about was sleepaway camp and I only dislike it because of the end scene because she makes a noise like the grudge. I think it, I've never seen it. Never heard. Have of you it. heard of that movie, Ron? No, no. Okay. 
it's it's one that I would skip, but like it's very it's very infamous for its last scene. But basically, you find out that the, this character is not who she claims to be. It's a very big thing, and she stands up and she makes this horrific noise and they have this huge reveal. It's this huge plot twist that nobody saw coming and she makes this horrible noise and it's forever long. Like I think it's two minutes long where she makes this horrible noise and she makes this horrible face. They had to make like a stunt double, like they had a whole double face because her jaw unhinges in this weird way and she stares at the camera. That freaked me out. And then Old Boy, which you made me watch. (laughs) Okay, that was going to be one of our disturbing eat the octopus eat the octopus i wouldn't i wouldn't say that's not the part that disturbed that's, me that's not disturbing Mm-mm. don't Mm-mm. even say it though don't say it don't don't head in the box it that is okay justin hart thank you he's a trainer in rochester told me you should watch old boy what a great movie it's a great movie you would totally like it which one again which one did he have you watch the original Josh okay so he didn't have me watch the original and it has elizabeth olsen in it if we want some marvel fans to watch it and then not look at them ever the same again in marvel and actually hate us oh my god they are marvel people yeah he's yes right yep so watch that go ahead and watch it but don't read anything about it don't read it just watch it and then and hate then, us. And then, yep. Hate us horribly. I hated him so much that I texted I hated him. you because you were like, you should watch this. <laughs> yeah. And I hated, I looked at you and I felt pure rage. <laughs> like, I'm going to puke. Yeah. And then both of us actually kind of wanted to see Midsummer. And then, but I'm scared because I've been told a lot of my friends say that they get really ill watching it. And I don't like getting ill from films. But we watched, um, together, we watched that movie. Ready or not? We watched Ready or Not. It was good. Mm-hmm. It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun little movie. I thought it was cute. It was very reminiscent. I thought it was like Kill Bill a not little bit. Cute. I I would say it's yeah. funny. It has some fun things. It's very like Kill Bill ish vibes. And then I had her watch Twenty Eight Days Later. It was good. I mean, it was pre The Walking Dead. It was very Walking Dead though. But it's very Walking Dead. Yeah. Like almost the same storyline of the first episode. Of Walking Dead. So there you go. Fun. We are done. So in your opinions, um, what makes a great horror Halloween film? Okay. It really depends for me. Not for me. Okay. (laughs) So I have some things that the camera needs to be over coming over the back of the shoulder so that you are at, okay, it, like the camera needs to be point of view. Yeah. The point of view of the character going through it. So like the camera needs to be coming over the shoulder um, so that we're not seeing the person. But you're not always that way about the camera angle because some, well, paranormal some, activity two you thought had some of the best camera. Well, I thought that was really smart. The camera with the fan going back and forth. That was really smart. That was smart. Um, it it only works if you are like face like if you are at their face and then you pan out just a little bit just to see something jump behind them but i really like camera angles make a big difference to me if it's too wide of an angle i'm not scared because I, I can see everything that's going to happen like you know what i mean mm-hmm. i already feel like oh well i'm i'm going to see you want to feel the suspense with the character yeah 
That's how I feel. And I also feel that I don't like too much gore. It takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. Fake gore. I mean, if it's just gore, if it's, it's not even scary to me. It's just gross. I just turn it off. I guess it's probably why I don't like Friday the 13th movies and all that stuff. It's just gore. It's just not scary to me. You had the same music. He's going to do the same thing every single time. It's boring. I think the use of music is really important for the use of sound, I guess. I have a really big, like, sound sensory thing. Or lack of sound. Or lack of sound, yes. Like, like there are some films that have some really bad sounds, really bad music, and it kind of takes you out of it. Yeah, I would say, I think that I want to say that... uh... The Exorcist has no has moments where there's no sound. And then, like, you and I pointed out, remember when we saw The Nun together? That's stupid. No, I, it was dumb. But I remember the music not matching up with the scares, like, at all. Like, usually when there's a scare, they stop the music, and, you know, it's all about this. Like, it just kept going. Like, it, it, it was a dumb movie anyway, because they tried to scare you every two minutes they had a jump scare and jason was like well nuns are scary huh nuns are scary okay you don't have to do (laughs) don't have to do much (laughs) yeah but this movie like was trying to scare you every two minutes valerie and i were laughing the entire because like it just got to a point where it was just like ah 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 and the audience just kept screaming every time and she and i were laughing if you want to watch good Halloween movies that are just going to make you laugh, but they're in that realm of, you know, goofy, funny, but they're, you know, you could watch them on Halloween. There's one, Tim Conway and Don Knotts are in a movie called Private Eyes, and it's fantastic. My sister and I used to watch it all the time when we were young. Great movie. Obviously, Clue, great movie. If you haven't seen Clue, you haven't lived. So, you just see it. And then the third. I think the Halloween. I just rewatched the Halloween Town movies. The never, Disney ones. Oh. Goodness. If you want if you want a good family stuff, like if you have younger Zoe kids. Liked, Zoe liked that. I one. I rewatched them and I was like, they're much they're much better than I oh, I, I loved them when they came out and I was scared that they were gonna be not as good now that I'm older. I and they were pretty say good. Hocus Pocus too, because I don't really like those movies, but my kids do. I love Hocus Pocus. Well, I'll so, tell you, um the challenge for the worst Halloween movie ever made um, pretty much, I think, just happened. I think Adam Sandler <laughs> achieved the goal of making the worst possible Halloween movie ever um, with his recent Netflix release, Hoobie Halloween. It's basically like Waterboy, but at Halloween. That's, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah, I just, I, I thought, you know, I saw the cast, then like, well, we'll see how it is. It was bad. I was, I saw the cast and was like, nope. Who was in the cast? I didn't even heard about Adam this Sandler. Well, yeah. Not punch drunk. Love Adam Sandler or Spanglish Adam Sandler or, you know what I mean? Good movies that he made. Just Adam Sandler at his worst. Not even... What's that black sheep cracks me up? And not black sheep. What's the one where he, what'd you do? And he pulls the, he pulls the door off. Is this like little Nicky Adam Sandler? No, no. Billy Madison? Is with uh, Chris, yeah. Is it, no? Is with Chris Farley. And, oh God. It's the one with Chris Farley. 
Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. I have no idea. And you're Chris not. Chris Farley's actually hilarious. You're not confusing uh, it with the uh, other ones, are you? The other Chris Farley films with David Spade? Oh, shoot, I am. I am. Yeah, that sounds like... That's what I'm... I'm sorry. I got confused. See? I can't really think of that many... So, yeah, I would would suggest um, if you want a movie to avoid this Halloween season, Hoobie Halloween would probably be it. I watched it for you. Um, Run away. Um, Another one that I was like, I had said this like, oh man, I don't remember when we saw the trailer for this. Was it last year? Um, It was Dead Don't Die. You know, had Bill Mm -hmm. Bill Murray, Chloe Savaney, and um, Adam Driver Mm -hmm. in it. And Danny Glover and Steve Buscemi. I was like, oh, this has got a great cast. The trailer was funny as hell. Movie was not. <laughs> Even had Tilda Swinton in it. It was like hmm. this movie should have been so much better, and it wasn't. No, I'm glad to know. I will skip it. And then uh, staying in my theme of like trying to watch stuff that were at least Halloween or scary-ish type stuff, I went for Ratchet because it was kind of you know it's oh, yeah. it's made it? by Ryan Murphy, who's uh, American Horror Story fame um and it based on nurse ratchet it, off of one flew over cuckoo's nest um is it yeah oh i yeah. didn't know that um, I only one commercial so. so sarah paulson uh takes the role of nurse ratchet and kind of gives the backstory of how she became the infamous nurse ratchet um it has its moments um overall i don't think it's a great series that's too bad um but if you like Sarah Paulson, it's fun to watch Sarah Paulson in it. Um, and I can't remember his name at the moment, but the uh, the guy who plays, is it the mechanic from Miss Saigon is in it? Um, nope. No, yeah. I, no, I got nothing here. Yeah, the most, the most recent version of Miss Saigon, the guy who plays the mechanic is in it. And, uh, yeah, it, it has its moments. It's a Ryan Murphy movie. So, if I mean, it, if you've been, or Ryan Murphy series, if you've seen any of his series, especially the newer Netflix stuff, like the, um, you know, Versace or the O.J. Simpson, um, this is a little departure from those. This is more closer to the American Horror Story type vein because um, it has its moments of, like, off the wall. Which I find to be scary. Yeah, but it's not scary. There's a couple, the, the only thing that freaked me out in the whole thing was watching um, them do a front lobal, the um, lobotomy, front orbital lobotomy. Um, it was just something about the ice pick going through the eye hole. Mm-hmm. It just, and they, they don't shy away from it. I mean, they show it and it's just like, okay, nope. It sounds, I did not need yeah, to see that. Um, so, American yeah. Horror Stories are, I still have one that I bought so Kendra could watch it and I haven't watched it yet because I just think it'd be too scary for me yet. I love the first season of American Horror Story. Um, I love all of we them. We watched a couple Especially of the other them. ones and then I just stopped watching them and I don't know why. Some are pretty gory, but you know, I, I liked some of them too. 
I like um, I liked the premise of how that series developed by using the same characters in the next year. I do too. And putting them in different roles. I, I thought it was brilliant. And uh yeah. It's kind of Ryan Murphy's thing. Like a lot of his people, like Sarah Paulson was uh what's her name from mm-hmm. O. J. Simpson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name in that. She's also whatever. Yeah. So so yeah, that was that was my kind of like watch some Halloween stuff as close as I can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I got a couple other stuff that I watched this week that weren't Halloween stuff. Or in the last couple weeks that weren't Halloween stuff. But you look like you actually, got a we couple. We are of- going to we actually um we have to say goodbye to our guest. <gasps> oh no. Um, and then we can finish it up, but she came in for the Halloween part and then she now has to depart. <laughs> well, thank you, Kendra, for joining us. Appreciate no it. No problem. It was fun. I even like set up the room with candles and eerie yeah. Music and everything. No, it's very, not, like, well, you did lighting. when I first got here. You had some eerie music playing. I did. <laughs> okay. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time. Uh, so what else, what did you watch? Um, that was kind of in that vein before we branch off into non Halloween stuff. Watch the honey of Bly Manor of Bly Manor, I believe on Netflix, I believe. Yes, I did. And I, it kept me interested and then it blew the ending. I felt so it was disappointing, very disappointing. I kept thinking there was an episode after. Like I kept looking for the episode after and there wasn't one. And I felt like if they would have had just one more episode to kind of, I feel like they thought that that tied it up. Like, oh, this is the reason, you know, and I felt like we needed something more than that um, after we didn't invested in all of these characters, but whatever. Um, so I would say not to waste your time if you're really wanting something really scary. It's a little weird. It's not scary. Okay. It's weird and goofy. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's, it's just kind of bizarre. It makes you think what? Like what? And actually one of the episodes is probably going to be annoying to you because it's the one Jason watched. He's like, what is going on and why does this keep happening? So one of the episodes is kind of annoying because they're trying to explain to you. Um, they're trying to explain to you something that's going on that you are unaware of and then you become aware of it. But it's like Groundhog's Day. It seriously is. No, I don't really, I, I I really would give it like a C, C minus, which sad. I feel like they hired the actress though, the, because she looked like Blake Lively. Okay. Because she really didn't have any other thing else. And I also, I did watch The Social Dilemma, um, which could also be scary. Um, cause you carry it. in a different way. Yeah. Um, I, I watched Enola Holmes, but it took me a few times because I kept falling asleep. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was okay. 
I watched it, like and it? Um, I I think for what it was, it was enjoyable enough that I would be looking forward to another one. Okay, I mean, um, now that they've established like- the character, and like we don't need as much of the backstory, they can uh-huh. kind of have fun with the character, um, and they don't need to have the involvement of Sherlock and um, I don't think so, either. Mycroft, because they've established that already. Um, I think there was a little bit too much involvement, even though it was nice to have Henry Cavill in a movie. Um, I just don't think he embodied who Sherlock is. So it was a little weird. Um, I really liked the play on words or play on letters. Yeah. And you know, for being a character who never existed in Sherlock's Holmes history, I mean, is an all new character that was based off a book from like not even a couple years ago, I think. Um, and so Enola is a completely new character. Um, so I, I, I think it works. Um, I, I loved Millie Bobby Brown. I thought she was fantastic. Um, she and she made great. it enjoyable. And uh, so, yeah, I hope they go somewhere with this. I hope they don't just do one and done. I think one and done would be a mistake. Yeah. Especially since they I did. She, she they, was great. They did the heavy lifting in this this one. Now they can go and have fun with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, if that makes sense, yeah, yeah. So um, let's see what else. I I, I actually <laughs> I watched Queer Queer Eye, not just a makeover, and um, because Zoe was watching it, and I came in and sat down, and you can laugh if you want to, but I end up crying half the time just because. <laughs> so like it's actually a really good show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out a long time ago it's a totally different type of show I don't know it's it's a very different type of show and I thought it they really I know it has some moving they have some moving shows in there I think it's good so I, I actually really recommend Queer Eye uh, it says not just a makeover in parentheses I don't even know if that's part of the it's just queer eye, so I recommend. I recommend that. I guess I thought it was, uh, and you can sit and watch it with anybody. That's on Netflix. I thought you know what I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I can look it up while you okay. do any yours. Um, I did wrap up the boys season two. Um, if you liked boys season one, you're gonna love boys season two. I think it ends well. Um, it's one of those shows that the fi- the final episode of the season, they could never make another episode and it ended well, but they also set themselves up to the point where they can continue the story. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Like it ended, it couldn't have ended better in a way that you can go either direction with it and either direction is a good choice. I okay. enjoy that. Um, universe that they've created with the boys that kind of little tongue in cheek to the justice league and um, all the, like the popular superheroes and like showing the darker side of like what things could happen. Um, They really took it to another level in season two, but you know, I, I enjoyed it. I I liked it. It just, it's a different side of superheroing. It's really dark. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And the other one, like I mentioned, uh, 
before um, I watched Chicago Seven. That came out, um, and that's was it a, all that you hoped it would be? It was. Is affable the right word? It it met. It met my met expectations. expectations, but didn't exceed. Yeah, it wasn't like I wasn't expecting it to be the best movie in the world. I'm not a huge um, courtroom movie um, person. Oh, in, I am in general. I just think <laughs> I think you know a lot of them don't play out as well as like I, like one of my favorite all time plays is is Twelve Angry Men. You know, yes. I, I could watch that play and different versions of it all day long um, and never grow tired of it. Um, but there's a lot of just like other courtroom stuff. And this falls right in the thing. It's just it's a one and done movie for me. I I liked it for what it was and how it did it. There was some good storytelling um, when they were in the courtroom and mixing it with like such a such a never say his name right. Sacha Baron Cohen's character. Sacha Baron Cohen. Um, he's a comedian and he would, they would make these interspersing clips of him at the comedy club telling the stories of what happened. And so while he's telling that the courts going over or um, the lawyers going over the things that happened and they're just all happening in succession and you're getting the, the actual events as they're uh, being shown as well on screen. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's very quick cut um, delivery of it all, but it works because it's like, and then this, 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 and it just kind of like they're handing the baton off to each other really quickly kind of thing. And it, it worked. And I don't know if it would have worked if it wasn't uh, Sasha Baron Cohen doing it because it was, it kind of bounced a couple times with him and, um, Oh, what's the kid? 30 Rock from the Sun. What's his name? Oh, man. I'm having a mind blank now. I wish I could help you. Oh, he was an Inception. Oh, he played Robin. Oh, oh. uh, Gordon-Levitt? Yes, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The interaction in those scenes where it bounced between Sacha Baron Cohen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and whoever... Wells was telling the story. I think it was the, the back and forth between the two of those in those different things that kind of made those scenes for me that I'm like, that's good editing, good filmmaking, good acting all in one that made that work. Like it could have gotten really bad really quick, but man, this cast, Oh my goodness. You're talking, I mean, you got such a bear Cohen who, you know, like I said, the last time I uh, mentioned this is you either love him or you hate him. I don't think there's a middle ground for him. You either hate him because of his comedy and that taints everything you think about him and anything he does. But I've, I've grown to um, appreciate where he comes from with his comedy that he's trying to make people uncomfortable um, because it reveals more about yourself um, when you're uncomfortable. Um, but his performances in stuff like the spy, his performances in this, um, when he 
he gets these roles that are like kind of on the verge of being dramatic with a little bit of comedy to it. He just excels. I think he's a, a really, really good actor. And I think this piece was good for him. Um, but you've got him, you've got Eddie Redmayne as one of the main characters. You've got Joseph Gordon Levitt as the lawyer that goes up against them. Um, you've got Michael Keaton has a cameo role in this. Um, it's written by Aaron Sorkin. I mean, all the pieces are there that this could have been a fantastic movie, but again, it's a good movie. It met my expectations. It didn't go above them. I I like the movie. Um, I recommend it. If you're looking for something to watch, it gave me a perspective on something that I hadn't really known much about at all. So yeah, that's where I am with that. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad that you at least got to see it. But I, I think it's enough for me to watch it. Watch it. Um, so I we can quickly just run through, if you don't mind, what's in the radar and what's in the uh, queue. Or did yeah. we? We don't have anything. Idea? You don't have anything in games, books, or Audible or podcasts or anything. Um. Because the my the ones I listened to were an audible, um, which was actually a podcast that Mel Robbins is doing. Okay, well, I I'm do you you do have something to talk about? If so, I'll lead us into that. I just want to come off of what we were just talking about and bring it into something. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about I, though? Because we're kind of off here. I have radar and cue, but I have things that I've listened to, but, um, in audible books, an audible book, um, that I think is interesting enough, uh, is the midnight library. Okay. All right. Let me, uh, go back. Yeah. So, uh, I think that kind of gets us through our recommendations of kind of what we've been watching uh, over the last couple mm-hmm. weeks and kind of gives you a couple things that you might be able to put on your own radar in your own queue, um, in these going in towards winter months. Uh, but, uh, in terms of games and, uh, music, there's, hasn't been much. Um, have you found anything over on, uh, audible or audiobooks? On audible, I am listening to this book, the midnight library, which actually is by, it's by Matt Haig. I actually find it fascinating. It's the idea that um, it's it's written by a woman's point of view, which is kind of interesting. And she wants to, at the beginning, um, end her life. And she ends up in a library. And it kind of shows you all of the different ways your life could have gone had you just made different choices and because sometimes we all sit around and go gosh I wonder if if I would have done that if I would have done that at least I do there's my dog I'm sorry um and I don't know I I think it's kind of interesting because it's more it's like kind of self-affirming in a way um and then there is Mel Robbins actually has a podcast on Audible um, called Start Here. And there's 13 episodes. 
And I've listened to the one about friendship, one about love and relationships, and one about anxiety. Um, and then uh, that's all I have for Audible. All right. Um, yeah, I, I haven't listened to any Audible audiobooks as of lately. Um, just kind of, like I said, the last couple weeks have been oh filled with baseball. So now that the baseball season is over, I'm kind of looking forward, trying to figure out what's next. Um, I've got a lot of video editing on my plate, so I'm probably going to be spending a lot of time listening to uh, some cinematic music just to kind of mm-hmm. put me back to center here, <laughs> especially with these last, uh, two weeks before election day and, uh, turning off all the social media, um, That's a good idea. just for a couple weeks and escaping from things, if that makes sense. No, um, so outside of like, that I mean, what's what's on my radar? What's in my queue? Yeah, listening to more cinema music, stuff that don't have words, um, so I can just kind of chill out, listen, let them take me. Uh, if the theaters do open and we do get um, IMAX open here, I would love to see Tenet. So that is my biggest thing on my radar outside of um, what is in my queue by the next time we talk uh, Mandalorian season two will have started and I will have already watched the first one of that. That's That's it. That's a very short, short. This is what I'm looking forward to. (laughs) No, that's okay. I, um, I had on my radar, I had, I had ratchet, but now I don't know. I'm going to think about it. There is one called Evil on Netflix, which I might look into just because of the season. And then there was another one called Host, which I actually just read about, that uh, has, it plays upon, uh, it plays upon the times now in the fact that people are always on Zoom meetings and things like that. Um. I'm not sure how it plays upon it, but that's what I read. And I thought it sounded kind of interesting. And then (laughs) what I have been watching and I will continue to watch because my family has been talking about this show for so long. And I feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to dive in, see what happens. So I started watching Outlander. Okay. And, uh, I I like it so far. I mean, it's good. I, I, yeah, I'm only on, I'm only about eight episodes in or whatever. Um, so it's kind of an, I mean, it's been out for quite some time. Um, but I'm watching it on Amazon. And actually, that's what I watch when I am running in the morning. Is I listen, I watch that, and then, yeah, and then I don't watch it for the rest of the day. But I haven't even told they've they've gone through the season three times or something. Wow. Yeah, they really like it. I don't know. I was more of a pole dark person, but um, not that you can compare them. But so yeah, and I have a friend that really liked Outlander. 
she talked about it a long time ago. So I guess I'm just catching up. Well, I think that about wraps our show, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> I'd hope to shout. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm hoping the next two weeks kind of, uh, helps me reset here a little bit and move forward. And, uh, and the, yeah, you know, we're a long way from normal, but I just, yeah, (laughs) I don't know. I'm lost for words here. No, Um, it's okay. I think it's just a really, it's a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah. The Uh, the last six months have been really dark and, um, I don't know something about the last couple weeks. Yeah. And I handle winter very well. I, I do too. So we've got some really good stuff coming. So, um, but yeah. Um, well, thank you for the show. Um, as yeah. always, um, you know, you can find us out on uh, culturalstew.net, uh, culturalstew.net on Twitter, and culturalstew on Facebook. All our personal social media handles are over there. You won't see anything from me. Um, but yeah. Catch you next time. Bye-bye. Boo. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. you've heard want to continue to hear more please consider patreon what is patreon you ask patreon is a content creator support site a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love please consider heading over to patreon.com gfmedia and becoming a patreon supporter today and walk away because it's all-